Welcome to the all new podcast results show. I'm Mick McGrath. And Gibbo. Gib. Mick. Right, we'll start this week with the Chester League. Okay. Monday night. Monday night. Trophy, first trophy. So Monday night, Upton JFC clinched the CWFL Queen's Ferry Sports Premier Division title with a 4-2 win over a Blake and Youth Reserves at Cairns Crescent. Goal from Josh Gannon. Tom Berry and the Jack Scons Brace and the club their first silverware of the season. The club is on a new is on for a unique treble with their second team currently sitting at the top of the championship right and the veterans are only one win away from clinching the vets two division. Decent after the club. Up them flying. Yeah, well done. Up them. That that Scons who's scoring some goals. He's play for a weekend. Play for our youth, decent kid. Play, play, when, when I play for Ashley and then the West Cheshire and then we'll go we will go to the CWFL Olympic Trophy Championship A. Trey Latty netted for Chester Nomads, threes, in a 2-1 home loss to Princess Rilla. In the Championship B, Kyle Short, Callum Hanley got two. George Rimmer, Will Maggie and Matty Hayes all scored for Uncorn Sports in a 6-0 win over Orange Athletic. I think we've got a report on that, off Uncorn Sports. Their reserves. We have. So reserves, Monday night fixture. Thanks again to Daniel Belfield. Yeah. By the way, there's a getting a bit low on reports, aren't we? I know we're getting a bit fed up of forty I think a few of us, but get them in. Keep yeah. us busy. Yeah. So we'll go, reserves, Monday night fixture. Runcorn Sport Reserves continued their strong run of form with a dominant and professional performance against Orange. Sport started the game well, keeping possession. We had a couple of chances but nothing major in the first 30 minutes. Pressure built and Orange conceded a stonewall penalty. Will McGee stepped up but it was a poor penalty. Oh, doesn't say if it was saved or he put it wide. Shouldn't miss the target should you? Hmm. A few minutes later a brilliant switch of play from Kyle Short to George Rimmer resulted in the opening goal. Orange conceded a second penalty just before half time for handball. Kyle Short stepped up this time and smashed it home. Runcorn continued to dominate the game. It was attack versus defence. Orange got into the box for the first time in the game and Will McGee brought down the Orange forward. It was a very, very soft penalty. Ryan Baz saved the penalty and that woke us up again. We scored a couple of quick goals. Callum Handley scored two and Will McGee made amends with a header at the back stick. The game was topped off with a brilliant bit of individual play. Matty Hayes put the ball through an orange player's legs and chipped the keeper from the edge of the box. Nice. A goal of the season contender. Overall, a fantastic performance from the lads. Real professional performance against lesser opposition. Kyle Short and George Rimmer, two standout performers, and both under the age of 20. Very bright futures. Decent. Well done, thanks for the report. Yeah. We've got Andy Bowden, Ian Armstrong and Mark Ryan double in Cape Villa final win over High Beb Calmer in the Tarvin Precision Vets Division 1. Ellsmere Port Vets beat Nesta Nomads 3-1 goals from Matty Rafe, John Pagan and Craig Kavanagh. Cavs, well done. In the Vets Division 2, Upton JFC Vets continued their march to the title with a 4-0 win over Tarvin Athletic. Chris Melia leading the score with two followed by 
Phil Cordell and Paul Jones. I used to play with Chris Miller. Yeah. I'm a good player. Very, very good player. Who's that for? Who's he playing for? The Upton JFC player. Uh, Fly. Yeah. The Will be How old is he then? Older than you? I think he's a year older, I think. Might be wrong, he might be younger, but I'm getting saying he's a year older than me, He's still playing and you're Yeah, I'm finished. So that's oh, that's up to Tuesday night, mate. Do you want to talk about your Sundays or do you want to go through to Wednesday? We've got Tuesday, we've got... They don't put press reports out now for the midweek ones. Not just for the Sundays. Just for the Sunday. But we've got the results. There was a game in Division 1. Your shout, Shaftesbury Youth beat Wirral Radio 7-3. Goals everywhere. Yeah. In Division 2, JPL Jets beat Barkers 2-1. Neston United beat Barcode 5-2. The Lukes beat the Wellington 9-1. Big win, man. Big win. And then in Division 3, AFC team got beat at home by Glenhaven Athletic 6-1. They normally score three a game as well, team. MSC Eastern beat Whittle Athletic 4-1. No MSC Eastern replied to me on Twitter over the bed. Didn't they know? No. I haven't seen it anyway. Rangers breaks got beat by AFC Rayburn 4 0. Is that your Tuesday up, mate? Tuesday, yeah. No reports from them. Okay, we'll go to Wednesday, Chester League. In the Premier Division, St. Javis suffered only their third league defeat of the season at the hands of Hybrid Kelmer. Goals from Kenny Marn, Andy Blakebutter, and Brian Layfield, and Kelmer, a 3 2 final score. The game between Shaftesbury Youth and Elmery Port was abandoned on 65 minutes as the score was 2-1 to the Port. Um, a leg break occurred to Elmery Port player Joe Povel. Would be a speedy recovery mate. Yeah. Be a, it's not a, a real bad one. The Trophy Championship 8, Joe Roberts netted a consolation for Shaftesbury Youth Reserves in a 5-1 defeat away to Hull Rangers. And we've got to get... That, that's our Wednesday night mate. So Thursday night, obviously we were at one game, weren't we? So we'll start Whittle Junior Cup semi-final, West Kirby United, nil, Victoria Colts, two. Ooh. By the way, we sent these through from the Birkenhead Sunday League, so it's only games that Birkenhead Sunday League teams have took part in that we've got the results for. Okay, yeah. So well done, Victoria Colts, Cup final. Whittle Junior Cup final. Yeah. In the Whittle Amateur Cup, round three, AFC Shafts nil, Jazz Jazga FC five, Belmont FC two, Higher Bev JFC nil. Big one this. Seeing it on Facebook. Bromborough Rake two, Putin Vicks three. Oof. Chance of a trophy. And then you've got Bromborough Town 1, Upton Town 1, Upton Town 1-3-2 one, on penalties. And the Whittle Premier Cup quarterfinals, FC Michael Construction 0, Rivica 3. Flying. They are, they used to, they started reporting and they've stopped there. Who? Rivica. They, they said, yeah, do you know what, I think I have got a bit... I think I have got a report here. Well, it's not a report, it's just, just goal scorers. Yeah. Um, It'd be good for you to share them once in a while with us. Well, you know. Jamie and Jamie Leyland 
and Danny Cross were goals for Rivica. Another brilliant performance away in the World Cup quarters in a scrappy, scrappy game with bad conditions and not a great pitch. Oh, Corsair nil, Beachwood one. Derby. Yeah, they were rather right Derby. Back down there, yeah. Hope Farm one, New Ferry Rangers four. I've got a report. The boys just keep flying. They are flying. So I've got, with a massive line in support, it was another fine showing from our lads. The lads at the back, midfield and the attackers, every man put a shift in, winning their own individual battles first. Overall, another team performance. Goals from midfielders Nathan Crabtree and Henry Willett saw us take a 2-0 lead into half-time. Hope Farm rallied after the break, scoring a cracker of a free kick. Jack Kelly made it 3-1, striking it in off the post. Hope Farm saw a penalty saved by Sam Donnelly, who got a strong hand to it to keep it 3-1. Jack Kelly made it 4-1 late on to take us into the semis, where high-flying Division 1 Rivica awaits us. Oof. Finally a home game for the lads in the cup, though. The Fez juggernaut rolls on. Man of the match, Adam Gunner. Do you know what? Obviously, I won't be able to go to it, but I'd love to. New Ferry Park against the Rivica. That's a test for Rivica. That two young teams. They'll be. I reckon. I reckon there'll be at least three hundred people there, if not more. Yeah, well, it's just a massive game, isn't it? For both, yeah. it's a massive game for both teams because teams lower division very rarely get to the Prem final. Either way, one of them are in, aren't they? Yeah, they've got to defend well, though. Ferry. Oh yeah, the strong attack, but Rivica, very, very strong. And a clever but how do how do Rivica handle the fact that there's gonna be the whole new ferry? The whole new ferry, there could be more. I'd love that, mate. Oh, I'd, oh, I'd love to be playing in it. I'd love to score the win. Right <laughs> down that new ferry park. Right the ferry down, top um, off. Jump in the car and drive off. <laughs> no, it's a, it it will it will be good. Yeah. Do you know what? I reckon we might get a, a recording of that. It might be somebody video and that yeah, I think someone will go. Uh, and the last one. Queen's Park 4, Lancelot 3. Absolute thriller. Was a thriller. Black wasn't conditions, it? pitch was slicky. Dodgy official. I can't keep murdering Graham on here. <laughs> I can't, he's my mate. I like Graham, but. He's my mate. No, it was. It's hard, innit? Everybody blames the official, but Queen started poorly. 2 0 down. First one off a corner. He won the first header. Got the scrap, scored, and a minute later, they go and score again. Danny Dixon. Scoring goal, Danny. Yeah, and then we get one back. I can't even remember who got the first. Oh, Ben Holmes, free kick. Caught the keeper off guard. I missed that. The keeper was uh, waiting for the cross. Oh, Where yeah, was, yeah, was in a shooting position. Then we get a penalty. Well, in great, great decision. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> then Harvey Sample steps up. And might sound like I'm a bit of ginger bashing here, but awful penalty. Oh, surrenders. Right next to the keeper. Do you know what? He's young lad, he stepped up. Then it was end to end, wasn't it? It was both teams are in here, and Tom Morgan puts a great cross in from the right. Played well, Tom. He did, yeah. And it hits about four people before the lads goes and knock it, isn't it? Yeah. 
and then second half, fair play to Harvey, because he'd missed he'd missed a good chance before the penalty as well, but he stuck at it. Rounds the keeper, puts it in, then the sender sending off another ginger. It's a red. It is a red. It's a red. Doesn't def- need to do it. Doesn't need to do it. He's stupid. Should know better. Oatsy. But the probably the most blatant foul of the game just before it on Levi. And it I think happen. it changed the game for the better for the Queens. I think. Why? Because they had to dig in a bit more. Mm. Um, you could obviously the equaliser come more. Well, that's all about the equaliser. I'll I'll say this because people think you're biased because it's the Queens, but lads had a shot. I'll be honest, it looked like it was in. At first. From our angle. From our angle. Looked like it was in. It's gone wide. It's hit the back stanchion, hasn't it, of the guy? And he's given a corner. He's the only person in the whole thing. It's never, ever a corner game. I'm sorry, mate. But he's. He hasn't even. He couldn't touch things. Nowhere near it. Because that's why everyone thought it was in. But to get the corner, big lad scores, don't he? Again. Good header, I thought. Yeah. And then what? There's about five to go. I've actually gone and informed the new, the new. Obviously, they don't know. I've informed them that Danny Brooks takes penalties, so they've put Danny Brooks on for a penalty. Yeah, but they took the kid off up front, saving him. I thought that was clever. I but, don't agree, but we can. We'll and then it's one. just a long ball, isn't it? And the keeper's just made a hash of it, hasn't he? Yeah, he's missed it. Levi's followed it in. Last kick of the game. Scenes. Well, Scenes. by now. Everybody left a new ferry game and we're coming over for yeah. pens, weren't they? Yeah. It was a big win that for, for the Queens. Keeps the uh, double alive. Yeah. So the Queens play Beachwood at Lingham Park. Tough. Third of June, I think they are. Thursday night. <laughs> you know what? You're still playing fuzzy in June. <laughs> That's, there's still another two after that. I just can't believe it. I just can't believe it. But... Well done to the teams you got to the semi. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Right, we'll we'll talk about the West Cheshire now. We haven't spoken about the West Cheshire, have we? No, because we don't know the days, do we? It's a, it's a good report, great report, isn't it? Yeah. So you go right through the whole West Cheshire now. Yeah, we'll go through the West Cheshire. But while we're... Because before we do that, we've, we've, we've put a bonus ball out. Well, we'll, we'll inform people what's going on. No, it's obviously we started this podcast for us, didn't we? Yeah. And something's come up of it. Someone's contact on a touch and we're getting into the teamwear business, aren't we? Kits, trackies, balls, bits, mm-hmm. so, rain jackets. There's a bonus ball online, if anyone wants to go, £20 to go for a full kit with your badge on. Which we will, we've put bits on but we, we will be putting the better version of the kits on on the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram pages, just so you can see what you can win and be so good and if you can get win a kit for twenty quid. Yeah. It's gonna be called Game Team Way. We'll have a shot coming soon. Yeah. And then obviously we hope that you'll all come have a little look and use us now and again or use us whenever you want. We'll be there. Yeah, so just why we're gone off topic a little bit. We've got a little Shout out to Nestor Nomad Girls and New Ferry FC Girls who join forces for chari- charity fundraising game in April and they raised 
over £1,700 for Clearhouse. Fantastic effort from under 15s girls, parents, and sponsors. Brilliant. Listen, everyone as well. I don't know how to put my watch on silence, it's becoming a weekly thing. <laughs> but yeah, well done, Neston, and well done, New Ferry. And it goes on like Neston Nomad Girl that raised nearly 10 grand for Clearhouse over the last three seasons. It's amazing. You know. Great, brilliant. Well done. Right, we'll get crack on to the Westchester League in a, in the roundup. So, an abbreviated season due to the pandemic restrictions failed to prevent newly crowned MSC Express Westchester Division Two champions Bootle Saint Edmunds from completing their campaign as invincibles. As invincibles. As invincibles. Maximum return from all 15 outings were achieved after efforts from Mark Madden, John Howard, Neil Story and Connor Harms who got a 4 0 victory over Marine Reserves. Fair play. Yeah, well done to go the season unbeaten. Yeah. Um, it is an achievement that like, especially, you know, it's hard. It's a 15 from 15 as well, wins. Yeah, well, obviously, they got beat by West Cave, didn't they? But they've been given that win now. Yeah. Um, Naughty boys up there, me former club. Do you know what? I don't know if it's 15 or 15, but the, I think it is. Is it? Well, fair, so. you know, to come back after lockdown and continue and, and just keep winning, it's fair play. Well done, lads. Despite, and then we'll go on. Despite a smart double from Liam Morris and Lidlow and Remick Development, capitulated 3 2 to reply from fourth placed West Kirby's. Ricky Neal got two, Danny Kelly got the winner, while South Liverpool Reserve signed off the league programme on a winning note, Jared Ford and Curtis Cummings obliged in a 2-0 eclipse of Mossdale Athletic Reserves. In Division 1, South's senior side edged a step near to the title after a 3-0 win at Prescott Reserves, Curtis goals from Stephen Dole got two and Gary Pollard. Ainsley Villa's second win of the season was confirmed after Bobby Short got two and Pat Turner struck in a 3-2 triumph over Raynell who had Sean Richards and Sean and Steve Melville in reply. A goal from Josh Malden offered little comfort after Asheville were unlocked by reply from second place Mosley Hill, Elliot Hughes and Ollie Sanderson. The South Whittle derby between Cape Rainersville and Elsmere Port Town was settled 3-2 in Cape's favour thanks to goals from Liam Fitzpatrick got two and George Finley, with Jamie Easton and Richie McQuaid on target for the port. While the points were shared after an effort from Vauxhall Motors, Ben Lawrence was negated by a reply from the goals, Sean Sanderson. Good kid, this Ben Lawrence for Vauxhall, you know, right back. Yeah. Young lad, very good. Got a good future. Hellsby, promotion tilt in Division 3, was reinforced in midweek as they humbled Sutton Athletic 6-1. With Jack Samuels got two, Jamie Age got two, Greg Campbell and Nathan Conlon on the mark. Daniel Woodcock netted for the visitors. Ben Coward scored for Chester Nomad Reserves, but his joy was short-lived after Williston's emerged 3-1 victors, with efforts from Sean Haywood 2 and Jack Quornby. A double from Connor Maitland was supplemented by a goal from Mark Keenan as Maisie Hart beat Nestor Nomad's 3-1. Scott Henderson was Nomad's marksman. On a sad note, 
obviously we've already spoken about this but they won us the program the West Cheshire's representative Sarafeld in there but still left the 1920 Interleague trophy yeah. at St George's well done though five, one. getting the finals it's an achievement darling it nice. go again next time right I'll carry on with the weekend yeah straight in with the West Cheshire okay despite the second half goal from Matty Holt Heswell were denied a place in the Howard and Gallup Bowl final they went down 2-1 on Mosley Hill I've got I've had a report off as well, which we really appreciate. Holt's on the score sheet as well, though. Mm-hmm. Eh? The way he's playing. Played up front against the Vets in the friendly. Did he, yeah? Honest God. And then he threw him at the back to look after the 2 1 win. I to find Robbie Matthews with these because he's and gives us them every single week. Yeah, well then, Peter, lad. As well, one, mostly I was able to. Really poor performance from us. We just didn't look, like, look at it. And the better team won, gutted to lose as we fancied ourselves to retain the ball, but we weren't good enough on the day. Good luck to Mosley Hill Reserves. Fair play. In the other semi, goals from a level in Remica development, Ewan McKevitt, James Hughes and Callum Longton were negated by Hattrick from South Liverpool Reserves. Adam Shelton before Liverland went through on penalties. Done well since lockdown, Liverland. No surprise, was it? No. Let's be honest. Saturday's Pike Cup second round, they're telling you in the second round. Honestly, just can't, you know. Strongly fancied South Liverpool were two good on a day for Asheville and progressed after Kevin Kringle, Chris Wilkerson, Gary Pollard and Cam Dalton found a better than a 4-0 victory. Eddie Hawthorne scored for Rainhill Town but finished on the losing side with efforts from Carl, Carl Pearce and Liam Lachlan and McGulty on results. <laughs> No wonder they're beating it, they got Piers and Lachlan playing. Marshall's also won 2 1 thanks to the goal apiece from Tony Donaldson and Luke Pierce at Chester Nomad, who hit back by Brendan Dickinson. These Liverpool teams have got some plays played for them. I thought they couldn't sign no one on. They would have only been signed yeah. on for lockdown. Clever. In a West Cheshire Shield semi, it was thumbs up for current Division 3 leaders, Runcorn Sports, who got the better promotion rounds, Helsby. Got a report. Yeah. Runcorn Sports once again met local rivals Helsby. This time, a place in the Shield final at stake. Despite a slow start, which resulted in a scrappy goal for Helsby after a tame free kick was mishandled and gratefully tapped in, Sports weathered an early onslaught of reckless challenges to get a foothold and begin to play some kind of football amidst a physical approach laid down at them. Which saw sports lose their captain on the half hour mark through injury. <laughs> the visitors becoming frustrated were reduced to 10 men after another reckless challenge. Half time, 1 0 to Helsby. The second half brought about much the same tactics, but the Runcorn side continued to get a grip on the game, creating a number of openings, finally resulting in Steve Wooder slotting home the deserved equaliser on the hour mark. Although continuing to press, sports could not find the finishing touches to finish the game in normal time. Full time, one all. The home team from the off and extra time created chances and, and five minutes in were rewarded when Ryan Basley cross was met by Steve Butler who headed sports into the lead. What followed was disappointing all round when Helsby lost control and two further red cards and a simbin put pay to any hope. Sam Lowe putting the tie beyond doubt and run corn into the final. 
feisty local derby there. Yeah, very good. Shall we go to the West Cheshire League One? Major Hill's hopes of picking up the Division 1 runners-up medals were boosted after they pulled off a 2-1 result at West Vauxhall Motors Reserves, courtesy of a goal apiece from yeah. Leon Detlaff and Adam Smith. James okay. Logg netted for the hosts. Good report. Cruise Glenn. Two quality finishes, putting us 2-0 up. Then we missed quite a good few chances, only for Vauxhall's to get one back on the 85th minute to give us a near the end to the game. Good end-to-end -end game with lots of quality, young players on show for both teams. Red card for a high boot didn't help their cause after 30 minutes. Personally thought it was a red. Lots of people didn't, mainly on the Vauxhall side. Nice to see one of our ex-players, Andy Rogers, getting some decent game time with last one faces. I think he got the hook at half time, I've seen on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> well, cheers again, Glenn, every week. Yeah, bit of banter on that again. Yeah. Okay, Division 2, there was obviously no games in Division 1 after that. Division 2 basement outfit, Nesta Nomads got their first win of the season on their last game. Beating Pearl Royal 5 0. Got a report off Tom Carroll. Quite a, yeah, quite a long one, but it needs reading. Yeah, it does. Oh, Nesta 5, Pearl Royal 0. A final game of the season against bottom of the league. Our season probably summed up in one performance. Half the squad unavailable, a late change to the team sheet, we give a first goal away from a poor mistake in our own box, slowly play our way back into the game but lack quality in the final third, deny the blatant penalty, then go into self-destruct mode and concede two poor goals close together. No belief to try and get back into the game and poor attitude with us not really playing for any pride. Credit to Neston who took but who played some good football and took full advantage. Not good enough for us and beaten too easily. Disappointing as we wanted to end the season on a positive with a win that could have kept us out of the bottom two. As a team it was our last game together as we will now drop back to just one team in Division 3. Shame now. To be fair though, our team now on average age is closer to a Vets team. Well, throw What's his name in it? I know it ups it. Who was on the pod? John. John Baggins. I know he's with the Resi, but... And we have struggled to bring in younger, committed players over the last few years. And we have probably come as far as we could as a group. Lots of loyal lads who give their all for the club and helped us see the season out, even when struggling. So thanks to the lads who have been with us from Sunday League into West Cheshire football and all the lads who have joined along the way. We gave it a good go and had plenty of highs and lows along the way. We will now merge the few lads who are able to continue with our young and experienced reserve, reserve team and go into in a new direction from next season. Eight years as player manager comes to an end for myself, this is off Tom Carroll by the way, which has been a pleasure to manage such a great club and a great bunch of lads on and off the pitch. Back to being just a player again now if selected in brackets and hopefully help bring along some good young players for a new era for Poulton Royal. 32 seasons and still going now for the club. And he puts at the bottom Johnny Parr's Royal Blue Army. So he must be the new gaffer. Good well luck done, to Tom. him. Yeah, well done Tom. Good S luck to Johnny. Yeah, stalwart in the Morrissey League, isn't he? Yeah, he's well done well. Done. 
done well to take a Sunday team into Westchester. Yeah, it does it very rarely happens. I know. But after that, I'll give the goal scores from Neston because they never did this the first win all season. Uh, Ollie Dutton got two, Will, Sarah Kelly got two, and Jack Lloyd. Well done, Nick. Neston for getting your first win. McGull Reserves beat West Kirby 3 0. Goals from Joel Neary, Marco Parvas, and Liam Vogel. Three goal Johnny Chu. Stole the line like Rainsy for the reserves in their Division 3 tussle with Pilton Vicks reserves. Favourite efforts from Tom Davidson, Sam Cookshank, cemented the 5 2 win with Harvey Sample and Liam Owen posting for Vicks. Simon Andrews struck for Chester Nomad reserves, but his contribution proved consultancy after Marshall reserves bagged all three points. These are Garuni, Jack Manners, and Alex Blackburn scored in the 3 1 victory. Elsewhere, West Gary's seconds soon fared better than their senior side of the beating has reserves 3 0. Jamie Payne, Mike Madden, and Ta- Tyler Davis were the marksmen. So that's your round up for the, the West Chester League. Yeah. So we'll go on to Chester on the Saturday. Yeah, I'm sure we got to Chester on the Saturday. I think, um, I think there's, there's a lot of like teams now who uh, this one I don't know if you find it themselves it's a source of food around them yeah they're just fulfilling fixtures for the sake of it but we said this had happened to me we did call it like I'd like to go back to the shows and yeah because you were asking teams to play X amount of games without anything to play for if you were mid-table you couldn't get promoted you couldn't go down you're just playing football for the love of playing football but we all know that that stops after so long, doesn't it? We get we all as much as we love it. You do get fed up with it if there's nothing on the line. <laughs> that, this first game I'm going to read, I can't believe it, really. Go on. On Saturday in the Queen's Ferry Sports Premier Division, Shaftesbury Youth entertained Groves Athletic oh, in wow. a great game of football. Shafts came out six three winners thanks to goals from Owen Insco to Stephen Large. Eddie Jeb and Ian McGraw double. They were on the next pitch to us. Obviously, you get to ours in a minute. I was in the bottom squad, so you're just hearing cheer after cheer after cheer, and you yeah. look up. One team has scored, the other team has scored. I think it was three all at our time. And then we've, we've had no match report, which is shocking, considering someone scored two goals. Yeah, very shocking. But I, I will, I will give your Ian a shout because we've finished. And I'm going going the van to get the ale out of the van. So I'm looking at their pitch and facing their pitch, and he just bends one in from 25 yards. Great goal. Key to left to keep us well. The rest of it I don't know. <laughs> Jack Rigby, Ryan Maxwell, and Ryan Bailey for the Groves. The game between St. Saviour's and Els Report was, was postponed to a later date but to be arranged by the clubs. The Trophy Championship A, Session Alex Mutt. Move level on points with Upton JFC Youth after a 3 0 win away at Helsby. Adam Crimes 2 and Tom Richardson. Shaftesbury Youth Reserves beat Princess Villa 2 1 with goals from Tom Ryan and Craig Kenyon. Top, top scorers of the day were Runcorn Sports. It's unbelievable, this. Who beat a brave Chester Nomads 4s 10 1. 10 1, eh? Goals from Paul Humphrey's got a hat-trick, Cal Hanley, two, Josh Harper, two, George Rimmer, Matty Hayes, Aaron Pickvant, Vance. Tom Wilkins slotted home 
for Holland Athletic, but goals from Alice Moore to Billy Fennell, James Henry, and Jim Lehman. Oh my god, Green and Grey, Nahido Rayham, Brandon Burrows gave Wagon and Horses a 9 1 win over Orange Athletic. Farrell Duncan, James Kane, and Jamie Roberts were the wins for the Saxon scorers in the 3 1 win over Pilton Vicks. 9 1 and 10 1, both must be going for the league. Right, so we get to Avenue Vets. We're once again champions of the Tarvin Precision Vets Division 1. They beat Hyabed Kelmer 4 1 with goals from Chris McGinn, Danny Edwards, Kev Bimson, and Chris Riley. John Milton replied for Kelmer. Chairman Mike Williams, NBA, awarded the trophy after the game. Steve Hickson netted for Cambridge Villa in their 1 1 draw with Neston Nomads. Do you want to talk to us about it? Well done to the Avenue Vets who win the league again. Don't think it'll ever be in doubt for the next. Don't know, because we're aging, you know. We're not aging. No, he's bringing good young lads in, isn't he? To be fair, we've, as I say, I got to watch the game because we've got the. After what we said last week, I was in the bomb squad. We struggled a bit, to be fair. Calman had a good go. Danny puts us 1 0 up. And they get one back. So, Kaga's got seven of us ready to go on, all at once, and just as we do, by the way, I'm, I'm saying it, it was an own goal, it wasn't Chris Riley's, and then we go on, and to be fair, I change the game when I go on. Oh my God. For the better. Start running the show. <laughs> <laughs> we end up winning 4-1, fake me first one. Header back to McGinn for a crop, for an assist. Would have had another one, but the ref gave a dreadful offside. But now it was good. It was a good day. Got the league. Fair play to the league. They sent people down to present it. Made it. Got to, haven't you? No, that's, that's how it should be done. Mm-hmm. Should be made special. There's pictures up there. There's pictures online. Courtney. Courtney, should say. Did he the captain? Yeah, picked the trophy up. I think it may be his first one, picking up his captain. Well done, Robert. Yeah, so it was a good day. Well done, the Avenue Vets. Well done, Sakaga. Again? Yeah, well done, Dav. Picked the wrong team, no, but well done. Yeah, one mate doesn't matter. <laughs> Tarvin Position Vets Division 3. Ellesmere Port Red Lion Vets beat the Queen's Park Vets 5 1. With goals from Danny Norris 2, Mark Evans 2, and Neil Ashcroft. Tony Sample. And then Tom. Applied for the Queen's Alliance Zone. And that's your round up for the Chester. I think there'll be a discussion. The Queen's Committee about. What's happening at the Vets team there? Well, Speedy's job's on the line. Right, oh, 100%. Speedy, he's up your game, mate. In fact, I'm putting it out there now. He's getting the vote of confidence. Oh, no, don't give him no votes. <laughs> get the vote, you know. <laughs> Pack your bag, Speedy. Should we move on to Sunday? Big, big. Now, I've just looked at the press report. My bad. The press report does give the scorers and, res- and results for Thursday night games. But... You know, we had the new ferry scorers, didn't we? We gave the Rebecca scorers, Peter scorer isn't even on it, so that was the one I was looking for. Ryan Cole and Joe McCaspany for Vicky Colts, they got them. But moving on to Sunday, starts off with Queen's Park carried on there, carried on from securing their place in the Whittle District Football Association Premier Cup semi final in midweek to beat, yet again, Lancel and Glenhaven. 
Jack Lawson and Dan Dixon scored for Lancelin. Game finished 4-2. Finding the net for Queen's Park were Harvey Sample with a brace and singles from Adam Smith and Tom Mitchell. Now, I wasn't there, so I can't comment on it. But I've been told Tom Mitchell, who's your captain, Mike, yeah. centre half, scores a top bin, Robona. That's all. I mean, I've, I, obviously, I've had, I've had, I had about five or six texts of different people who were at the game, and they said, I mean, someone said it was the best goal I've ever seen. Mm. Philly Woods ran me to tell me about it, and I could hear the excitement in his voice. I'm driving back from Blackpool, and like, for Philly Fathead to be that excited, you know. Well, Mitch, well done, mate. Be won't be doing that for me. Just <laughs> stay at the back. I'm just throwing in. It's been put in the group as well. Been doing crook turns in the box and everything. Oh, that's how right. we're getting sacked from me then. <laughs> so it continues. Queens have now leapfrogged Rock Ferry Social into pole position in the Premier Division of the Hoolahans Birkenhead Sunday Association Football League as Rock Ferry Social, who had Charlie McGuinness and Luke Denson, was sunk 3 2 by Great Float Sports and Social. So. What a game. You were there. What a game. We've got a report off Bernie as well. I'm going to have to read Bernie's out because it's obviously I weren't there. And it's, it's a good report. Yeah, Bernie's out, so I'll, I'll just fill in the blanks if, yeah. if there's any blanks. Yeah, because the way the way he says it, Cagey first half with Rock Ferry Edge through a penalty, through Charlie's penalty. Credit to both teams. The first 30 minutes of the second half was one of the most enjoyable I've watched. Both teams going for it. Full blooded tackles was brilliant. Second half goals from Tommy Harris, Carl Murphy and Stewie Jackson put them into a 3-1 lead before Luke Denson pulled one back from the, for the Rock. Wouldn't say Rock Ferry played bad, but more to do with float working for the victory and also defending brilliantly. So, the, all the goals will be going out there. Yeah, there's a few other things going out there. A few other, but I'm going to put it out there. Special mention and a special lookout for Lee Fletcher's little celebration on one of the goals. I don't know if it's a dance, a jump or a bit of both, but look out for that. Uh, as I said, the first half was cagey. I think Rock Ferry were, were a bit better. Well, they were miles better from being on the first half, but the float were nice first half. It wasn't like the float. It's horrible there. It's just a horrible place to play. It's tiny. I thought it would have suited the Rock, to be honest, because obviously Luke Denton's delivery is just a joke. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're a physical side, not very handy, but the, f- the floats, second half, were do brilliant. Carl Murphy. If he played like that every week, it'd be, it'd be hard, because he murdered them. Yeah. He absolutely murdered them, second half. And not like the Rock in midfield, but Aben. Is it Mike Williams, is it? I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. And then the two wide men, Louis Moynes and another lad, they were causing problems. Um, scored decent, decent couple of goals, to be fair. And then, do you know what you could see it happening now? You could see it happening, but then the, the Rock are bringing Andy Robert on and Kenzie. Some players that to bring to on. To bring Kenzie in, and that's a joke, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, Rob Robert, he's going to show that bit of brilliance, which he did. And, but fair play to the to the float to win three two. What for me? What it's done is it's opened the whole eagle because I, I generally did think Rock Ferry would do gonna if they'd have won that. I think it'd have been over. Yeah, 
I thought he was so so close and but it's just opened it. We wide. keep saying it every week. There's more twists and turns. I put the Rockers favourites, didn't I? I'm now putting the Dockers favourites. I'll agree with that. Game okay, hands to go two points clear. But next result, <coughs> goal, continued the report. Beachwood, who still have a chance of finishing in the top two, did no harm as they notched the fine six-one win over FC Bidston. John Mayne scoring for the Biddy on the score sheet for Bidston were Lewis Donaldson, Jack. Grotty, but it's McGrotty, isn't it? Yeah. Who bagged a pair <coughs> each and further stripes from Scott Billington and Mitchell Duggan. Big win, not against the Biddy. Well, they played the dock this week. They beat the dock, they're back in the mix. With the fact that the Queens are playing both the dock and the rock. So everyone's dropping points. And Robert Corney messed me and said that's what will happen. They'll beat them this week and win the league. Joe, <laughs> uh, uh, you know I've. I've praised the Beachwood every time I've watched them because I think they're dead organising that, but yeah. they ain't going to win the league. I don't think they win the league. Luke Blondell missed out on a hat-trick for Neston Nomads as he had his penalty saved by Bushel Grange, athletic keeper. Completing the scoring for Neston was Lewis Clark. I think it finished 3-1. Game of the day in Division 1 saw two clubs who were both aiming high to join Rivercar FC in the Premier Division next season. With Lions FC overpowers Shaftesbury Youth 4 3 in a tremendous game at the Memorial Ground. I've got a report here. Oh, it, it, it's a report. <laughs> it's a dig at me. Okay. Right, it's off. Tough badder, Davy Jones. Yeah. So we put. Under strength, Lions put McGraw's promotion favourites to the sword <laughs> in a heated local derby. Goals from Scott Nixon, Emil Algamri got two, and a winner from Matt Kerr ensured Lions took the points. And even more re- remarkable score with the fact that Lions had a 39 year old left back and a 40 year old centre half. I thought we, we throw a spanner in the works for all the promotion pushes. I like that. Fair play, yeah. Nice to know you're listening, by the lad. Yeah, well done. That's all. I like it when you get a little dig at you as well. Yeah, well, you know, I have I have promoted the shafts, haven't yeah. I? I've said they're going to go up and it's an off day for the boys. <laughs> so we continue a solitary strike from Jason Bull for Corsair was enough to keep them in the mix for that second promotion place to beat local rivals Woodchurch Rovers 1-0. Wirral Radio, who had Matt Lydia got two and Tom Williams called the tune, defeating AFC Shafts, who had Tom Ryan and Jack Manford on the score sheet 3-2, while Telegraph FC posted a 4-3 result over Ellesmere Port Athletic. Dan Price, Ben Fitzpatrick, Tom Ashcroft for the Telegraph, must have been someone else as well, or one of them got two. And for Ellesmere Port it was Nicky Monaghan, John Britton and Jack Sales. Right, this is just getting ridiculous by the way, as I move on. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Jack Kelly bagged seven for New Ferry Rangers in the 9 3 romp at host AFC teamer. He's now scored 36 goals in the last 10 league games since the league programme restarted at the end of March. Pitching in with another two were goals from Adam Gunnery, Harrison Hindley, Replying for AFC team it was another Jack Kelly with Jack Grimes and an own goal adding to the consolation goals. Now, 
I have had another report. It's great, new ferry, but I won't. That's a decent enough report. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to put it out to the league. What's the record in any division for most goals in one season? Someone's put on our Twitter page, you know, I'm seeing it. No. Saying that he's 10 behind Andy Robber. What I will say, though, is that this is not, I'm not taking anything back away no. from Jack Kelly here, by the way, because his goals are just on a different level. You can never compare them. You can never compare it to, to division. Someone in division three is always going to score no, more than division. He's a young lad and he's got a record to no, win. No, no, I know he has, but what I'm saying is, what you, the record it should be for the division three. Yeah, well, I got 48 one year and for the Livy, and I got beat by Philly Hudson, who was a league lower in division three. He got 50 odd. You score 48. 48 oh for the Livy. God. And Philly Hudson got 50 odd. And beat. How, you, how have you scored 48? I was fucking good in front of goal once, man, you know. I'm not having you score, I'm not having that. Uh, it's, it's out there. Put out there, you want you on the score, 48 goals. <laughs> <laughs> a four-timer from Gaz Dickinson was supplemented by a Josh Ross effort for Victoria Colts, were enough to take the honours and stay in the hunt for promotion from Division 3 after inflicting a 5-2 score on Parkgate San Germain. Oh, my team again. Gone. The Colts side have four games in hand on second place, MSC Eastern, who accounted for AFC Rayburn 2-0. Third place, Silver Athletic, who had Martin Wally, Jack Cohen and Jensen Mackey registered maximum points with a strong 3-0 success over Glenhaven Athletic. Big winner. Rangers Breaks, who had Chris Caress. Billy Newman got two and Colin Singleton got two. Triumph 5-1 at Oval FC, who had John Skipsey on the score sheet and are looking for a mid-table finish. AFC Park North shared the points with baseman club Wirral Athletic, 3-all. On the mark for Wirral Athletic were Dylan Palmer, Ben Verden and Kevin McAllister. Division 2 action saw High Bevington with Dan Freeman, Nick Amos, win by the odd goal and free. 2-1 at Neston United. Goal scorer for Neston was Nick Jones. And could have dented Neston's chances of promotion. Eagle and Stirrup, who had James O'Brien, Finley Hamill and Jordan Martin, have almost firmed a mid-table finish, recording a 3-0 at Barcode FC. Belmont FC recorded a 2-0 win. Over Wellington FC. Bottom of the second, bottom of the bottom of Yeah, that's us. Another week done. Yeah, and getting closer to the end for the teams. And but, you know, obviously, West Cheshire looks wrapped up, doesn't it? Yeah. Unfortunately, the Royal couldn't quite get there. South Liverpool are going to do that. West Cheshire 2, promotion places still. Hesel on the Vicks. Not them, so. Yeah. Looks like Hesel, but. Something to watch out for though, a little bit of excitement. Yeah. Division 3 is already done, isn't it? Yeah. One corner gone up. Well, basically gone up, I think you need to make the downs. Um, Chester Leagues. Done. Prem. Prem's done. done. Up, to one, up to the top in the second. In the with the, with Sestri now, now, isn't it? So, a little bit going on there. And then, Sunday League, the Prem. It's the most exciting Prem. Ever. Ever, yeah. You know, let's, I know you threw the beach with Arab before, but there's four teams who can still win it. 
Yeah, I'm not saying a free because I just can't see the other results. I can't see. The thing is, if Queen's with the dock, Queen's with the rock, and the beach will beat the dock, you know, it's easily done, isn't it? Easily done. The five points behind. Division 1, game and hand-on. Yeah, it's, 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 next, it's against the dock. Yeah. Division 1, obviously, River could have yeah, this is the interesting one, if I'm going to be honest, that, um, Shafts, Shafts are on 33 points, Lions are on 27, and McCall's are on 27, they've got f- 6 points on them. Well, what about games? All play the same games. Got to step it up by the lad if you want to take that promotion. Yeah, and obviously Division Division 2 is obviously the Lukes and the Bromov. The is it a done, do you reckon? I know the Luke's is a done deal. Luke's a done, but I'm not far behind. It's the points, yeah. JPL, JPL, JPL Jets are third, four points behind, and got um, two points, two games ahead of Brom. Brom. Yeah. Six points behind the Neston, but the same games as the Brom. Mm. Shouldn't throw it away now, Brom, right? Division 3 is the one. Obviously, you've got MSC Eastern, who played more than anyone on 34.17. Vicky Colts, 28, got four games in hand on Vicky Colts on MSC Eastern. And Glenhaven have played 14 on 27 points. I've got three games in hand on MSC Eastern, and I should have a point behind. Just having a little dip at the moment, I think they're finding all these games a bit yeah, much, aren't they? Games are a joke, aren't they? Yeah. But, you know. Well, listen, good luck to everyone yeah. this week, and we'll be back next Three week. weeks to go. And don't forget to get on the bonus ball, £20, a t- £20 a number, and you can win a full, full kit. Full kit for £20. Yeah. Can't argue with that. Thank you. See you soon.